Hello and welcome to our daily devotional podcast. Today I want to talk about journaling. Question is, why do we journal and what do we journal about? Well, before we start, let's open in prayer. Let us pray. Father, speak to us about how important each moment, each day of our lives is. Convince us, Lord, that every day is a day ordained by you, a gift from you. And that whether the circumstances are favourable or unfavourable, each day is a gift from you, to be cherished, to be relished. We pray then, Lord, that as we reflect on each day, that we may see your hand at work as well. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay then, why is journaling important? Well, first of all, even if nobody reads your journal, and most of the time we do keep our journals secret and private because it's, it records the, mo- the things that are dearest to us, but even if nobody reads our journals, why is it important to keep the journal? Well, first reason is this, that every day of our lives is important to God. If our lives are important to God, then every day is important to God. And life isn't just about moment by moment, it is just a continuum. You are who you are, what you are, because of your past. God develops your life step by step, day by day. And so, if we realised how important each day is to God and to us, then we won't just want to live it and forget about it. We want to live it, reflect on it, and perhaps even keep a record of it. I must admit that my journaling has been sporadic hasn't been terribly consistent. I have many, many journals, but each of them stops at a certain time. Sometimes I keep for a year or two, and then I forget for several years or several months, and then I start again, and after a while I forget. We may not be consistent, but we need to realize how important every moment of our lives is. Therefore, whether or not we journal, journaling is only one way of recognizing, of responding to the fact that our lives are important to God. But we do need to reflect on our lives, to thank God for our lives and to remember key events in our lives. So even if no one reads it, it reminds you of journaling and then looking back, reminds you of how God walked with you, how God guided each of us. Just an interesting note, When I arrived at uh, Agape, a few days after I started opening just one box, it took me three months to open the rest of my boxes, but I started with just one box. It was a stationary box. When I opened it quite randomly, I knew I had several stationary boxes. It was a stack of my journals. And so I started putting it into the shelf. And then I came across this little notebook, you know, the type that we used in primary school, the tiny little book that we scribble things on, our homework and all that. And I came across this book that said JPP, Jurong Preaching Point. Of course, I was curious how it popped out like that. And then I opened the first page to see what I'd written. 
the first two things that caught my eye were this that the first thing I said was try whatever means you can help the congregation to know God and to make him known this was exactly what God had been impressing on my mind even before I came to Agape this time round that I that I felt that he wanted the congregation to know God deeply and there it was 16 years ago recorded first entry one of the first entries it wasn't the first but one of the first entries on my notebook right on the front page was this whatever means you can help the congregation to know God and then to make him known the second thing then was this don't rush into outreach let God lead because this is God's neighborhood let God lead in the outreach it was as though God was reaffirming to me what he had told me 16 years ago about Jurong preaching point then that his plan for this church was still the same or at least his plan for me in this church was still the same reading our old entries remind us a lot about how we walked with God the insights that God gave us, the answered prayers, the prayers that we had, the way he answered our prayers. So it's important to keep a record of them. Now, the second reason is this, that sometimes you do want to remember these things to share it, especially with your children and your grandchildren. Do you know how much your children and your grandchildren love to hear from you or about you? simply because you are their parents or their grandparents. When I was young, I used to sit in rapt attention as my grandfather told me stories of time before the war when he was in China, his travels. And then I also wanted to listen about my father and my mother and my grandparents. Our children love to hear stories about us. And they're not always, they need not always be successful stories. Often they can be stories of failure, stories of hardship, stories even of sin, and how God walked us through. While ministering in prison, I remember telling the prisoners, because often they'd say, oh, I don't know, man, 20 years of my life have been a huge gap because I was in sin and then I was in prison. don't even know how to tell my children about it, my grown-up children about it. I used to tell them, don't worry about what your life was like. You have started to change. It's important for them to know your past, the journey that you had, how you found God, how God began to change you and what you are today, but also what your struggles are. It helps your children very much. Then again, I had this friend, a very, very successful um, businessman. He was a millionaire, but he had a child who was going wayward. And one day he was in frustration. He was telling me how difficult his child was. And in the course of our conversation, I found out that he had once been in prison as well. And I said, why don't you tell your son that you were in prison as well? And he said, well, I could never do that. That's a terrible history of my life. And then I said, well, your son would be greatly encouraged because right now he feels like a criminal. Everything he does is wrong and is condemned. He would love to know that his father was very much like him. Our children don't only want to hear our success stories. 
And often our success stories are an exaggeration anyway. We tell them, when I was your age, I was a good boy. When I was your age, I was a straight-A student. A lot of it is just rubbish. Why not let them know some of your thoughts, some of your most difficult thoughts, your journey, your love for God, your disillusionment with God? Tell them some of these stories. When they know how you have journeyed, they will know too that you do understand how they're journeying now. And so a journal helps. I do wish sometimes that my parents or my grandparents had journals that I could read even as they leave the earth. You don't have to wait that long. You can just tell them stories and recall stories and tell them about them, about your life. So now then, how do we keep journals? What do we write? Well, first of all, I think the most difficult part is inertia. Hurry up and get a book. If you want a nice journal, well, go and pick a nice journal. Some of you do it electronically. It's probably easier for you. I find that hard copies are better because I wouldn't lose my data along the way. But whatever it is, okay, start something, take a book, buy a journal, use your handphone, your iPad, and start writing. What do you write about? Well, one of the things that I hope that you have been trying out is the Thanksgiving prayer. The time when you pause and you recall how God had blessed you during the day. You could keep a Thanksgiving journal, or someone calls it a blessings journal. Whatever you think about for that day and you think of those things, times when God blessed you, write them down in the journal. It can be daily, it can be less than daily, it doesn't matter. But whatever significant blessings that you had, write them down. Second, you could write interesting conversations you had. Just yesterday, I had some very interesting conversations. I'd like to remember some of them. I'd like to write down some of the insights that I gained while talking to people. Some of my thoughts about what they said. Some of the things, inspiration that I gathered from them. You could write these things. You could also write about things that you observed along the way. Just random thoughts that you observed. And then you can write about what you did and some of your insights during your quiet time, during your time of devotion, your thoughts. Some of you have written to me deep thoughts, and I'm grateful for that. But I hope too that besides writing to me, you write also in your journal some of these thoughts that you've had. They will be important for you because whenever God speaks, you do want to remember them. The way I enjoy writing my journal is to write it as a prayer. At the end of the day, as I lie in bed and I pray, I want to write down some of the things that I pray to God about. And it comes out, actually, it covers all of the, the earlier ones that I said. Blessings from God, conversations from people, observations that I make throughout the day, insights that I gain from my devotions. And then I write it as a prayer, as I muse to God, and then as I pray to God to guide me, to lead me away from temptation, to deliver me from evil. 
I write these things as a prayer to God. And it's really good when I get to read them again years later, as I reflect on what my thoughts were toward God. Funny thing is that often, especially at times when I'm down and feel far from God, I'm reminded of how close I was to God at those times. Reminds me that God really cherishes a close relationship with each of us. A journal helps us a lot. Finally, of course, there are people who also share their journal entries with each other every week, every month. So they share the thoughts that God gave to them. That could be a great encouragement to each of us as well. So I hope that you will start journaling. And then I'll see you on Sunday. This Sunday, um, we have a guest preacher, um, Darren Tan. Um, he will speak on Pentecost um, and the Holy Spirit. It's for the next two weeks. And then Monday will be my last session, my last podcast with you until the 19th of May. Um, and on this Monday, then I'll give you some tips about how to read the book of Acts, um, how to meditate on the passage, how to do some research as well, so that when we do embark on the book of Acts on the 19th of May, you'll be ready with insights, with some depth, having done some research possibly, and then we will really go into learning about God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, how He works, with people. I hope then that with some preparation this uh, these few months as we study the book of Acts will be even more enriching to all of us. So have a great day, but let me close in prayer first. Let us pray. Father, thank you for these blessed times when we've had together. You've taught each of us about yourself, given us deep insights about your about what you wish for us and about our lives. We pray then that as we start to journal, for some it's a continuing thing, for others it's the first time, and for yet some of us it is a start and stop, start and stop. But as we start again, that we may be able to record the things that you do in our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well then, have a great day and blessed day and goodbye.